Hello, and welcome to the Family Bookshelf. I am Nick, the Games Lean Dad, and with me is my wife, Amber, of AmbitionsForChrist.com. Today, I've got three books for you that I enjoyed. I enjoyed all three of these books. Uh, they're kind of all centered around a Christian autobiography kind of theme is what I'm going mm-hmm. for here tonight. So <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's jump right into it. The, the, the first one I have is one that I probably liked the least of these three. And it's, mm-hmm. That's not to say it's a bad book by any means. It's really good. has a great story. Um, it's called Christy by Catherine Marshall. Mm-hmm. And it is a good book. Uh, probably my biggest complaint about it was that it's the one that's probably furthest from the actual story itself. Yeah. She's writing about her mom, not herself. So she's dramatizing a lot of the elements in there. And from what I've understood is there's a lot of, I mean, some people almost consider this fiction because she is so set apart from it, I guess. That, yeah. And the way she writes it almost, and it does, it reads like a fiction book almost. It does, yes. It was it was almost more of a romance novel. And it was really too bad because it, it wasn't, that's not giving enough credit to what Kath, Catherine Marshall actually did. Um, right. Christy, Christy, actually her did. mom, yeah. She uh, moved into the backwoods of, uh, was it West Virginia? Tennessee, Tennessee, yep. okay, Tennessee. She moved into the Appalachians <laughs> of Tennessee. I've read this one a few times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she, you know, start, and she's a teacher at the school, and mm. she falls in love with the community and really connects with all the kids and all the people in a one-room schoolhouse, and she falls in love with the, the, the pastor at the time. <laughs> and now we're getting to the point where I'm not sure how much of this is fiction and how much of this is real. Right. Which is the, the hard part about the book, but it's actually a really cool story because she does all of this by faith and, and with her faith leading mm-hmm. her and so it's pretty amazing the way she connects with those kids it is well and i i'll be honest one of my favorite relationships i guess in that is actually she has a friend she makes a friend with one of the mountain women named fairlight spencer and i still remember probably one of my favorite scenes is and probably more now because i'm a mom even but there was you know one day she felt so bad because fairlight has all these kids and all of a sudden you know she goes to see fairlight and fairlight was telling her let's you know go up the mountain today and we'll pick peaches and stuff and she gets there and you know there's a mountain of dishes that fairlight should be doing and there's laundry she should be doing on the floor and all these different things and fairlight says oh no a day with you and my kids is far more important she's like you know dishes will keep i need to build you know i want time with you all you know you're far more important and, you know, and you kind of see Christy step back and realize, you know, she'd been so busy, you know, trying to grade papers and do all this stuff. And you see her and myself, you know, just that idea of, you know, you have to work on relationships yeah. first, you know. This other stuff, not that you don't ever have to do it, but that's not <laughs> the important thing in life. That's well, not the it, bread and butter. I really <laughs> connected with it because at the time I was working at a small school. I had just gone to this small school, which was really like one step away from a one-room schoolhouse. <laughs> I mean, a little bigger than that, obviously. Those are really hard to find. Not that they don't exist. Oh, yeah. It's harder to find. And you know, she was a total outsider with these people who are all cousins and all mm-hmm. related and all know each other. <laughs> you know, rivalries run deep and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she has to go in there and try to connect. And I had just had the same experience. Yeah. You know, I had just gone through that same thing. It was a, That's really difficult. And she does a great job because God leads her through it. And she's able to connect with these people and you know lead them to Christ and, you know, help save them yeah and she does such a good job of pointing to christ throughout that whole story there's just a lot of redemption throughout that whole story and i think it's just beautiful and i remember it being a really really good book Mm -hmm. Uh, like i said it was one i probably liked the least of my little list here today mostly (laughs) because it was very fictiony and very overly romanticized right uh, because it was written by her daughter yeah it's hard it's hard not to romanticize it when it's something that didn't happen to you (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know you don't have to go live in the backwoods of tennessee you just hear your mom's stories and yeah they're probably cleaned up a little bit yeah <laughs> nothing nothing against our you know thousands of fans in tennessee <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah beautiful state and far better run than you know colorado is right now i'd say that much um 
Okay, mm-hmm. so after that one, I actually just finished this one oh, maybe a week ago now, maybe mm-hmm. almost two weeks. Uh, I just fell in love with it. It was fantastic. It's called <laughs> God's Smuggler uh, by Brother Andrew. Uh, and I was just blown away by this book. This was <laughs> awesome. Brother Andrew had such an awesome sense of humor. He was so witty and so much fun. And the stories he told were amazing. He actually smuggled Bibles uh, into Soviet Union, into the Soviet Union. Uh, and the stories he told of how he got past the guards were absolutely amazing. It was like, oh my goodness! I, I several times I had to put the book down and just look at look at Amber and say, I am wasting my life because <laughs> what this guy is doing is awesome it's amazing i think brother andrew's actually still alive we've kind of been doing the research because you said that and i was like how could he still be alive and then we did the math and like there's no reports yet of him passing away there's reports of his wife passing away but his ministry is still active open doors um it's it's so i am kind of yeah suspecting that why he's you know in his late 90s he might be 90s he might not be doing speaking tours anymore or anything like that right he 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 just won award i think in 10 7 you know he was winning awards as early as that as late as that date there. So yeah. there's still some, he might still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this book was awesome. It just really connected with, I think every missionary has those stories that are just miracles. Mm-hmm. M- honest to goodness, miracles. Where, yeah, they tell these stories and it's like, holy cow, how can our God be so big, so mm-hmm. powerful that he gets, you know, the, the most minute details correct. You know, yeah. he, he's running the world. You know, he makes sure the sun rises on time. And yet he also makes sure that Brother Andrew gets the cake he needs for a tea party he promised <laughs> so he could try to evangelize some people. Yeah. How can God be so big and so powerful and, and still care about my measly needs? Yeah, well, these I'm, those minute details. Again, yeah. it, I think what's always so amazing about so many of these stories is – it's not that it's always these big, overarching, huge miracles. I mean, like we watch, you know, Jesus, you know, brought Peter all the fish, you know, and like that's a huge, <laughs> huge miracle, or he feeds the 5,000. But then there is all these little tiny little ones. Yeah. And I mean, it's these tiny details of, yeah, the, the knock on the door. Here's what you need today. You know, it's like, <laughs> no one knows. How did how yeah. did. And it was, um, and that story was amazing because the postman actually stayed late after work to deliver this cake <laughs> because it was a perishable, and they didn't want the perishable to go bad. It's like, how did how, this is impossible? Yeah. This is a miracle. <laughs> yeah, and that's just one of the stories. That's actually probably the less because that's before he's even going into the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't. He, I mean, it's just amazing. He stays yeah. out of prison. He meets all these people. He's delivering Bibles. It's like, wow, this guy is fantastic. He's, <laughs> and he's and he's got a great sense of humor he's got a wit about him he's got a humanity about him well and i think that's nice too because it is i we i go back to there's so many of these people and you do you lift them up on this pedestal in your mind of like they get to be larger than life and you're like well i'll never be like them sure and you realize i don't know just through the humor and just through their own little foibles and mistakes and fumblings you kind of go oh they are human and look what god did through them and their humanness, you know, because I think that's important oh, too. Yeah. I mean, I just finished the book, uh, and he could also, I don't remember if I've talked about him or not already, about Richard Wormbrand. Mm. I spent 14 years in a communist prison and was tortured for it. And you look at that, it's like, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's terrifying. That's, yeah. you know, a true sense of, of horror, you know, and yet Brother Andrew, it's like, oh my goodness. I could do this, you know? <laughs> he's just totally reliant on God. Yeah. And it's, it's just amazing. And, and, you know, he's trying to get through tech points. And he's like, okay, do I do I hide the Bibles? 
because they're going to search this car and they're going to tear it apart looking for Bibles. And if I hide them, now it looks like I'm doing something wrong. Or do I let God work? And he actually just puts the Bibles on the passenger seat <laughs> out in the open. And he's like, I'm going to let God work and God's going to take care of this. And sure enough, the guy just glanced at his papers. Like, eh, go ahead. You know, it's like, <laughs> just lets him buy. It's like, whoa, he spent, you know, 30 minutes with the guy in front of me. He spends 30 minutes with the guy behind me. You know, he's like, he, he starts pulling out and he's, should I pull over? Should I should I keep going? I, I, what's what's happening here? <laughs> you just can't believe that you know this guard just let him go. Yeah, it's like wow. I still like you. Tell the story of the car. Oh, this this miracle car he ended up calling <laughs> it just some little Volkswagen Bug that he put to over two hundred thousand miles on, and you know mountain miles, and you know going through like pasture land, going through backwoods, dirt roads. You know he finally gets stopped by a mechanic, and the mechanic opens it and looks at the engine, is like. This car should not be running. <laughs> yeah, th- nothing in here is is working. <laughs> and it, it's, and he, this mechanic goes and totally rebuilds and cleans the engine entirely. So he basically gives him a brand new engine. You oh, know, man. and oh, just a. I guess it's also a testament to Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> God can work through Volkswagen Beetles, even. And, yeah, the miracles he has, and even even to the point again to show that God loves you. He even puts his love life. And his family in God's hand and says, mm. you know, he's single kind of later into his life, especially for back in the, the 20s, 30s. Right. You know, I mean, actually, okay, it's after World War II, so 40s, 50s, you know, but still he's going on to his 30s or still single, which is awkward for a man at that point in time. Right. I know? mean, especially, I mean, yeah, in our day and age, that doesn't sound as crazy anymore, sure. but it's like, you got to understand most of these people got married like out of high school, 17, yeah. 18, 19 grandma, years old. Our grandma and grandpa definitely have. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're not married by 20, you're kind of like almost you're, old. I mean, Made. Your grandma and grandpa probably already knew each other in their early teens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he does. He, he he wants to get married, and he's praying to God to just give me married. But if if I don't, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be okay. But sure enough, God had already provided someone that he knew. <laughs> he went back and chased her down in a very comical way, <laughs> found her, and it was you know, and they got married. It was a story for the ages. She he was so worried that she couldn't love the world that he was a part of mm-hmm. of his ministry, and yet she just fell in love with it too. Yeah. So I don't want to give too much of that book away. I really recommend that one. I just was floored <laughs> by um, God's Smuggler by Brother Andrew. So mm-hmm. my last one here is probably one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just fantastic. If I had read this book probably two months earlier, <laughs> our oldest would be named after the author as opposed to our third child who was <laughs> named after the author. Don't worry. We still got it in there. Yeah, we fit it. We made sure we did. <laughs> it's like, we will have kids until we have a girl <laughs> who can to name this, this name. one. Uh, this is The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom. Mm-hmm. And I am honestly shocked that we have gone this long into this series, into the show, without mm-hmm. talking about this. Uh, the, yeah. the hiding place, Corey Tenbu. I I I can't say enough about this story. Yeah. I could not tell you enough to make you realize how awesome this woman is. Mm-hmm. Um, how God she, used this woman. I, I mean, I, I think what's just again floors me about Corey Ten Boom is her simpleness. Yes, there is nothing about her no. that screams. You know, warrior for Christ, Not or any. I mean, there's nothing. She she was yeah. put into a um, concentration camp during World mm-hmm. War II. Uh, not because she was Jewish, but because she was a Christian and she was actually hiding Jews in the hiding place, mm-hmm. uh, a secret room that they had built in their house. Uh, mm-hmm. And what she does in there, and, and she would tell you there's nothing special about here about her. Mm-hmm. She would have told you that. She's passed now. But I think in, your, in her story, you can read in her that she actually never really believed she was strong in faith. She mm-hmm. struggled with her faith. And it was actually her sister, Betsy, 
who yeah, had she, the faith and her father who was a great man of faith and she looked up to them and revered them as those are the most amazing people yeah. and I'm just a simple humble nothing and you know mm-hmm. and and yet we look at her and it's like oh my goodness <laughs> she's amazing she's amazing I mean just uh, okay so not only was she put into a concentration camp where she continued to pray and lead these other women to Christ she continued to Bible do that study. work and during Bible studies where she was able to sneak in scripture because of God's providence I mean God's yeah. sovereignty you know if that's not good enough for you she was hiding Jews during World War II she was also part of a, uh, an interconnected group and she saved thousands of well, Jews I think we looked up the number they said they they guesstimate at least 8,000 I, I was something. saying I thought it was close to 10 because there's I've, I've been to the Holocaust Museum and they have lists of who saved the most and everyone knows you know Schindler's list right. she saved more people than Oscar Schindler I believe or it's it, was, just, it was close it was unreal I mean yeah. when you realize that this little humble clockmaker's daughter yeah who was a 50 year old woman when this was happening and you know just a spinster at that too yeah. she was not married she never married never mm-hmm. had family or kids yeah you know uh, if that wasn't good <laughs> enough for you you know she connected them to another sister she had not betsy but another sister who this is one of my favorite stories because um <laughs> This uh, this other sister, I'm just gonna go on this tangent here. Oh yeah, Corey Timmy was fantastic. Yeah, you know this um, other sister is like, oh my goodness, she's hiding Jews as well. The Jew, the Nazis come to her house. It's like I can't lie. The Bible tells me not to lie. I can't lie to them. That'd be wrong. It's a sin. And so she does. She actually tells the Nazis, yes, there are Jews hiding under my table. And the Nazis don't believe her. <laughs> the Nazis don't look and they don't inspect and they just say, oh whatever, you're just a crazy old woman. And they walk out of the house. And the Jews are all safe. <laughs> and it's like, holy cow. Again, how 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 can God be so powerful and so strong and so amazing? And again, he put the stars in the sky and he made those constellations perfectly. Mm. And then he also protects those Jews under that table. Mm-hmm. And he also, you know, takes he also knows our name and has the hair on our head counted and the things he did. And that's still not good enough for you. Her family's still not what probably blew me away is before any of this ever happened, she was actually teaching mentally handicapped people the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean this woman is a in a s- in a world where I mean you gotta understand that they did put these people into concentration camps later yeah. because they, they were, were deemed they unfit. Handicapped disabled. and yeah. she didn't shy away from him she didn't go away from him. she went to them if, and if gathered about, even, them even today's age i mean we we disgustingly brag about how we've aborted all the down syndrome babies right i know? mean how you disgusting is that it's just terrifying and she took them and showed them the love of christ right and it's like wow i mean the woman the woman's a saint yeah the woman I, it's just amazing her story well and i think what's so amazing too is again i i look back to her story of her whole family i even remember i think it's reading it's actually like a, a kid version of the hiding place <laughs> once. And it talks about the story of, you know, when she was really little and her mom took her and her sister to visit a family that had their baby had just been stillborn like the night before. And mm-hmm. she takes, you know, food to him and they walk in and they just they go right to where the hurt is and right into the midst of like the pain and they don't shy away from it. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's just amazing that, you know, it's like they didn't just start this, at you know. Um, a few minutes in, they, I, you know, they didn't start this when they were 50 years old yeah. and in this huge Holocaust crisis. This was their whole life. They did this day in and day out long before the, the big event ever happened, I guess. They were faithful and all that. And it was just amazing. I mean, 
Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the they story story just... Her mom, I think her mom, if I remember right, had um, some sort of Alzheimer's or dementia <laughs> and had kind of lost her mind until mm-hmm. I think the, the other sister, who's um, hid the Jews, gets married. And all of a sudden, she's singing the hymns beautifully. And she mm-hmm. can remember that part. And one of her aunts... Uh, is about to die, and they go and tell her, you know, God will still love you. Look at all the work you've done. Look at everything you've done. And she yells at him, <laughs> and she said, how dare you, you know? I will be in heaven because I have faith in Christ. It's not a thing I've done. It's like, oh, <laughs> you know, how strong is her faith? And, yeah. You know, it's not a thing she's done. It's not by works you are saved. It's by, mm-hmm. you know, by grace through faith, and it's just, her whole testimony is fantastic, and I, I honestly cannot recommend The Hiding Place enough. I think I've recommended that to everybody who's asked for book <laughs> recommendations, yeah. and we have read about every version we can get our hands on. Yeah. If we get our hands on it, we have read the version of Corey Tenbro. Yeah. And so it's amazing. I, I highly recommend, highly recommend <laughs> The Hiding Place. Easily one of my top 10 books of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it t- I'm surprised it's taken me this many, <laughs> this long to finally get we to it. We named our kid after this yeah. person because yes. we were like, yeah, you, she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I have gone well over time, <laughs> for us at least, <laughs> because I just I, I just am blown away by these people and their, their testimonies towards mm-hmm. God. So I would highly recommend you look into them and find some more. If you know of any others, please reach out. I love reading about Christians who have lived for their faith. I, I absolutely, absolutely love those. So please reach out to us on ambitionsforchrist.com or find us on Facebook and leave us a message. Uh, mm-hmm. This has been The Family Bookshelf. I am Nick the Gameplay Dad, and with me is Amber from ambitionsforchrist.com. Thank you.